Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Today we're going to study Revelation chapter 13. This is about the rise of the world government, which is about to happen. But we're going to start in Daniel chapter 7. Now you may be saying, well, if you're going to be teaching in Revelation 13, why would we start in Daniel chapter 7? The answer is because many times the answers to Revelation are found in the book of Daniel, such as it is with Revelation 13. We're going to start at Daniel chapter 7, verse 4. Essentially, Daniel was shown a vision by night. He was shown four great beasts. A lion, coming out of the lion was the eagle's wings, a bear, a leopard, and the fourth beast. The fourth beast is our interest today, as that is the world government, and that's what Revelation 13 is about to describe. It's describing the fourth beast, but to understand that, let's start at verse 4. The first was like a lion, that's England, and had eagle's wings, and that would be America. In other words, America came out of England. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked. Now, a long time ago, I used to think that that was saying that America would fall. However, when I started memorizing this, uh, well, (laughs) kind of a little secret that. So, yes, I'm sort of working in a loose sort of a way on memorizing the book of Daniel, too. But anyway, when I memorize this, as I've seen a lot of times, I get a different understanding, a deeper understanding. And my opinion on that has changed. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, meaning, see, I used to think that that was America's fault. That's not correct. Instead, this is being... America is being plucked up out of the lion. The eagle is being plucked up out of England and moved to another nation. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth. Now, here's the important part. And made to stand upon the feet as a man, and a man's heart was given to it. It's simply saying that this first, and it's really more talking about the eagle than it is the lion, but in order to identify who the eagle is, it has to mention the lion. What it's really saying is a nation that is lifted up and made to be another nation that comes out of the lion. In other words, America came out of England. And behold, another beast, a second, like unto a bear. And it raised itself up on one side, and it is true that the Russian bear is stronger on one side of the nation than on the other side. The western side is much stronger than the eastern side. And it had three ribs in the mouth of it, between the teeth of it, and they said thus unto it, Arise, devour much flesh. Now many people have thought, oh, well, this is talking about Russia in the past and all the millions of people that Russia has killed. Yes, well, that's true. However, Daniel and Revelation are not talking about the past. And the whole point of Daniel is to help understand Revelation. Revelation is primarily talking about the last seven years or the tribulation. So this is not talking about things that have been done in the past. This is still talking about things that are being done in the future, meaning it had three ribs in the mouth of it. So in the rise of the bear, as it comes to a world government, it will overtake three nations. I don't believe that that has been fulfilled yet. After this, I beheld and lo, another like a leopard. Well, what's the leopard? That's real easy. Google leopards, print a map where they live. Google Muslims, print a map where they live. Overlay the maps, and you see that the best description of where the Muslims live is where the leopards live. So it's the Bible way of saying the Muslims. Like a leopard, 
which had on the back of it four wings of a fowl. So this is talking about that there will be a nation that rises up that is based upon four nations. Those four nations will become a caliphate or a group of four nations that work together. Still four nations, but they work together as one nation meaning that there are four Muslim nations, but because they're Muslims, they work together. And the beast also had four heads. That means each of those four nations still has a leader, but they work together, and then and dominion was given to it. So there will be a time when a four-nation Muslim confederacy, each having their own leader, will rise, and they will be given power. They will be given part of the world government. Let's go on. Here's the point of today's broadcast. And after this, I saw in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, there's your world government, dreadful and terrible and strong exceedingly. And it had great iron teeth, and it devoured and break in pieces and stamped the residue with the feet of it. Now, what does that mean? It's saying that this fourth government overcomes all of the other three beasts and gobbles them up and destroys them and brings them into this fourth world government. And it was diverse from all the other beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. Now remember that ten horns, that's going to come important here in just a second. But essentially what it's saying, it's going to divide the seven continents into ten global regions. Ten global regions, ten horns. Now, a horn, we know, is talking about a ruler. I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another little horn, meaning one of those ten global leaders will become the Antichrist. That's what he's saying. Before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. And it may be that those three of the first horns plucked up by the roots are the same three ribs in the mouth between the teeth of it. We just don't know that, and I don't know that yet. And anybody that says they're knowing unless they've got a revelation on it I haven't got, they're guessing. And by the way, it's okay to guess because in the world of Bible prophecy, since a lot of it we do not know until we receive a revelation, such as I did in The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, until we get a revelation on that, we're guessing. And those are good guesses, but they are guesses. Let's go on. And there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots, and behold, in this horn, that's the Antichrist, were the eyes like the eyes of a man. I know some people think, well, the Antichrist, you know, it's only just a a system. No, it's not. It is a man, and that's what it says. This horn, this leader, one of the ten global regions, this horn were like the eyes of a man and a mouth speaking great things. Remember that. A mouth speaking great things, because we're about to read the same thing in Revelation 13. So, remember that it's the whole point of the lion is to show us that a nation is raised up out of the English lion, and it becomes the eagle's wings, or it becomes America, and it's a whole different and new nation coming up out of the lion. The next is the Russian bear, and it is strong mostly on the west side, and it devours much flesh. And that is still yet to be fulfilled. So the Russian bear is really the biggest problem on the earth, not the Chinese. And then there is a leopard. That is the four group nations that work together as one, each one having a leader, but they're given dominion. Then, and only then, we get the fourth beast. Right now, in my opinion, the leopard is not even formed. So that's another reason we might say, well, we have more time. 
Now let's go to Revelation 13. I stood upon the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast, that's the world government, rise up out of the sea. The sea is people. Revelation 17 says, And the waters which the woman set upon are peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues. And I saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns. Seven heads is seven continents. Ten horns are those seven continents divided into ten global regions. That understanding fits throughout prophecy. And upon his horns, ten crowns, meaning each global region has one global ruler, and they are given a crown. And upon his heads, the name of blasphemy. So this beast that is dividing the seven continents into ten global regions, each global region has a crown, or he is a ruler, and upon his heads, the name of blasphemy. So they all blaspheme God. So this is a bad, bad thing in its world government. And the beast which I saw was likened to a leopard, there's your Muslims, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, there's Russia, and his mouth was as the mouth of a lion, England, and the dragon gave him his power, his seat, and great authority. So this world government that divides the seven continents into ten global regions is powered and raised up, strengthened, and given authority by the devil. I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wondered after the beast. Now, hang on. When it says, I saw one of his heads, it does not say he's wounded in the head. It says one of those ten global rulers will be wounded. does not say he's wounded in the head. So do not look for the Antichrist to be wounded in the head. It simply says he is wounded. Now, what does wounded mean? It doesn't necessarily mean that he dies, but in that he is trying to appear to deceive the Christians, probably he will die for three and a half days and then come back to life. I saw one of his heads, one of the global regional rulers, as it were wounded to death and his deadly wound was healed. So either he dies and comes back to life or should have died and lives. Whatever it is, all the world wonders after the beast. This one incident is going to be the first incident we're going to be able to recognize to spot the Antichrist early. So when you see one of those ten global regional rulers, when you see one of those that is wounded, not necessarily in the head, but when he is wounded and lives, you will be able to point your finger and say, there he is. That's the beast. That's the Antichrist. That's one of the, and I wrote about this in my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. If you haven't got it, get it, and it will help you to understand much of this. And they worshipped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast, and they worshipped the beast, saying, oh, this is important, who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? Meaning, how can you make war with a guy that can come back from the dead? And that event convinces a lot of the world that they need to worship this beast. Now, this is one of the most important things in the entire chapter. And there was given him a mouth. Read that again. And there was given him a mouth. Let me read it again. <laughs> That's really important. And there was given him a mouth speaking great things. That's not good things. That's bad things. Speaking great things and blasphemy. And power was given him to continue 42 months, which is time, times, and the dividing of time or three and a half years, however you want to cut it up. 
And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God, to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and them that dwell in heaven. All right, let's just stop a second. In my next book, Miss the Mark, I spend an entire chapter explaining what that mouth is going to look like. And I'm not talking about the flesh mouth. I'm talking about what's going to be coming out of his mouth. Just like I was watching Fox News this morning, and they were talking about the Democrat debate that took place, what, Thursday night. And they were talking about some of the things that they were saying, the different points they made, because there's just no way I would be able to watch that. I I could not bring myself to watch such crookedness and such evil and such filth. I, I just can't watch it. But they were talking about this. And one thing that was totally absent, not only in the Democrat debate and also the Republican debates of the past, as a matter of fact, if you go back, uh, I'm just guessing, uh, let's, let's say easily, if you go back and you look at all of the debates, Republican, Democrat, for the last 50 years, there's one thing you will not see discussed in any of those debates. And Trump doesn't bring it up in any of his rallies, and that is religion. But that's what this guy does. God gives him this mouth, and it's a mouth speaking great things. And if you don't hear anything else in this broadcast, hear this point. And that is when this guy rises, he he comes on the scene first because he is able to come back from the dead or appears to come back from the dead. But then he has a mouth, and that mouth is going to speak, and it's going to be about religion. And he is going to come against everything Christian. He is going to speak against, just like it says, he'll have a a mouth that speaks blasphemies against God, his name, his tabernacle, and them that dwell in heaven. All right, now who's that dwell in heaven? That means all of the prophets. That means Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That means everything in the Bible. He is going to speak terrible, terrible things about the Bible, also his tabernacle, and that's probably a tabernacle in heaven, but more especially the tabernacle on earth, meaning the Jews. So he's going to speak bad against them, against the name of Jehovah, the name of Yeshua, and the name of Jesus and Christ. And he is going to speak such bad things and lies and blasphemies, but... He is going to speak them so convincingly, the Bible says that if it were possible, it would deceive even the very elect. And I like what Sundar Salvarej says he was told when he said he had Jesus visit him. And he said, what do the Protestants believe? And he said, well, they believe in a pre-trib rapture. They believe that before Jesus returns, that you're going to return and you're going to pull them up so they don't have to go through any trouble. And he says, well, if all of the Christians were taken out before the tribulation came, who would the beast force to take the mark of the beast? Because if all of the Christians are all taken out, then all of the rest of the people would easily accept the mark of the beast. It's the Christians that will be the ones that resist. Someone sent me an email yesterday, and it had a link in it, and it was sending me over to talking about AI, artificial intelligence which I'm going to be bringing up in some future broadcasts and discussing when we're ready to offer my new book, Miss the Mark. It was discussing how China is using AI, specifically AI to be able to gather the faces and even people as they walk, they're able to discern who they are by their walk, even looking at the back of them as they walk away just by the way they walk 
and they're tracking everybody. And as I watched this video talking about how the Chinese are monitoring, they've, they've got millions of cameras that they've all put up just in the last few years. They're monitoring the faces, the walk of everyone in China as they walk around. And the thought occurred to me, well, if they were to offer a mark of the beast so that people could access the new financial system and no one could access that financial system unless they bent the knee and swore allegiance to the new world government, to the new world leader specifically, no one in China, well, very few people in China, the only one, the point is the only ones that would resist would be the Christians. In other words, if the beast were arrive after all the Christians are taken out, and if he were to come out, with, they would believe anything. The only reason we know that we should not take a mark in the right hand or in the forehead is because of Revelation thirteen fifteen. That's the only reason. If you take out Revelation thirteen fifteen, then world government sounds good. And taking the mark of the beast so that everyone can be tracked and make certain that no one gets any of their money stolen and things like that, being able to track people. There's a lot of big advantages to all of that, except it's going to be the Antichrist. So this is real important. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God, to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and them that dwell in heaven. This mouth that this Antichrist, this beast guy, is going to have, and part of what I put in my book is he is going to be the most beautiful man that has ever walked the face of the earth. The Bible says that Jesus was comely. In other words, he was very plain looking. But this guy is going to be the answer to what the flesh wants. He's going to be beautiful, handsome. He's going to have a mouth. He is, if he were on a debate stage, he would come against the Republicans, the Democrats, all of them, and he would be speaking about religion, and he would melt them right into the dust. He would decimate them. He will have a mouth that can answer any question. They will not be able to throw a question at him that can throw him off guard. He will have every answer, not only answers to all of their questions. He is going to have answers to questions they didn't even know to ask. He's going to explain, as Daniel says, dark sentences. And under him, craft will prosper. He speaks and it will be so believable, so convincing. He will have the answers to the universe. He's going to explain why there are differences of races, why there are differences of religions, why the earth was split into several. I mean, he's going to have answers about the stars and the creation of the earth and the flood. He's going to have an answer for ever that. He's going to have an answer for everything, a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. But mostly his mouth is going to be trying, his number one goal is trying to destroy the faith of Christians. He is going to come against Christians. And if we do not have our faith rooted in the Word, if we have not read the Word, if we do not know the Word, if we have not built our house upon a rock, when the winds come and when the rains come, great will be the fall of our house. And that also goes for our children, our friends, our neighbors, our mom, our dad, our brothers, our sisters. And that's the reason when I come out with this book, Miss the Mark, you have got to get that book into the hands of everybody. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. It's uh, another week or two, and I'm going to be talking about it. Let's go on, though. And it was given him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds, tongues, and nations. Now, that's probably using bullets, but even more than bullets, it's using words. 
Words have destroyed more people than bullets or all the bombs. Words are more destructive. It's his objective is to get everybody on earth to worship him. He's not trying to kill everybody on earth. He's trying to get them to worship him. That's what the Bible says he wants to do. So when he says, and it was given to him to make war with the saints, it means that he is specifically using his mouth, a great mouth, speaking great things, and God has given him this mouth. It wasn't his ability. God gave him the mouth. Why? Because God is going to send them a strong delusion. You want to know what the strong delusion is? It's the beast. The real ultimate strong delusion. There's many strong delusions, but the strong delusion is the beast. God will send them strong delusions so that those that have not come to the knowledge of the truth would believe a lie and be damned. He is saying, basically, if because you haven't accepted my sacrifice, because you have not accepted my son, you didn't want to with all your hardness, your stiff neck, because of your all your resistance, here you go. I'm going to give you what you want. I'm going to give you a man. I'm going to give him the ability to speak with the mouth like you have never heard in your life. Mankind has never heard a man speak like this. He is going to, he would, he would decimate anyone in any kind of a debate. Answers for everything. And the Bible says, all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. Well, here, let's, that's the next verse. Let's get to that. And it was given to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. So he has the victory and it's a victory of words. And power was given him over all kindreds, tongues, and nations. That means it's a world government. That means everybody, everybody, race, color, language, creed, they all are hearing him. And that's what also Ken Peter said, which, by the way, his dream is going to be in my book when, when that comes out. And he said that all of a sudden, all of the, the channels, the TV channels, of the whole world, all the 24 hours. It was the only thing on TV, just this guy. Power is given him over all kindreds, tongues, and nations, and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. i read it again. All that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. That means that if you want your family your friends, your neighbors, your sons, daughters, if you want your loved ones that are saved to stay saved, you better get them this book when I offer it here in the next week or two. You better be talking to them. And this book, well, here I am. I keep trying to talk about it. I'll come back and talk about it. But but when I come back and talk about that, it's it's so very important that every person knows not to take the mark of the beast. Verse 9, if any man have an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and faith of the saints. Now, let me just tell you, that is Revelation 13.10. And that is probably my least, <laughs> probably my least favorite verse in the entire Bible. I don't like that verse. But this is part of God's plan. So let me explain that verse. And before I explain it, I just want to say to you that I'm just delivery boy. I didn't write this verse. This is God's plan. But what it's saying, if any man have an ear, let him hear. So in the middle of this guy, this beast, the most handsome, the most 
eloquent speaker with an answer to every question and answers to questions that haven't been even asked. When he stands up, he is going to be so convincing that if you have not already accepted Jesus, if you're not already have built your house upon a rock, if you don't already have put down your roots deep into the earth, you're going to believe him. Here's what it says. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. Means you turn someone over to the beast, turn someone over to the new world order, you will be turned over to the new world order. And he that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. What? What that's saying is, is that we Christians are not to pick up our shooting arms or a sword or a machete or a baseball bat or whatever it is. We are not to fight back against these people coming after us to kill us. What? I told you you wouldn't like it. I don't like it either. But this is God's plan. In other words, we are all supposed to go through this test. And we are not to use physical means on earth to fight against them. Stan, are you crazy? Well, look, how else do you interpret that? I mean, I'm just reading and I'm just interpreting exactly what it says. And what it's saying is you're supposed to let this test come forth into our lives, each one of us. And we're supposed to be willing to stand strong and fast in the Lord, whatever may happen that's the end of verse 10, and I'll pick this up at some point in the future with verse 11. In 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. God showed me a single word, first fruits, is a secret door found in Revelation and Leviticus. When linked together, the end time events can be placed in chronological order. For the first time, we can know what feast Jesus returns on, the feast for the judgment seat of Christ on the great white throne, and the feast upon which the wheat is resurrected, and on the day the new Jerusalem comes down to earth. One prophetic word said, There is a lock that I have put over a word in the book of Revelation that I am going to open unto you. It will turn many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. Don't get one for $20. Instead, get five for 30 or 10 for 55 The secret door to understand Bible prophecy at prophecyclub.com. We have confirmed that Andre Bronkhorst will be giving personal prophecies at the Sevenfold Miracle Crusade, April 8 to 12, 2020. Leslie and I have received over 100 prophecies, but we both agree this man has given us the most accurate, precise prophecy in our life. Finding someone who can hear the voice of God this accurately is a special blessing. Knowing what God would say to you is priceless. Matter of fact, this may be one of the most important few minutes of your life. Here's the problem. We're expecting from 400 to 500 people at the crusade. In speaking with Andre, we estimate he can get to about 200 people. So now what? He's going to give personal prophecies on a first register, first given basis. So the first 200 to register are probably going to get a prophecy. So you want to register early to assure your opportunity to get a personal prophecy to hear from God through Andre Bronkhorst of South Africa. If you need to hear from God, register today at sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. One more time, sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. In that you know the internet is going away one day, it is a good idea to actually have the disc. However, 
At WatchProphecyClub.com, you can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's $6,000 worth of information at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's WatchProphecyClub.com. What a deal. The easiest way to listen and watch Prophecy Club YouTube videos is to download our free app from the App Store. This is not to be confused with WatchProphecyClub.com, where you can watch 26 years and over 300 DVDs for a subscription of $20 a month or $200 a year. Would you like to have Prophecy Club come and speak at your church? Well, this is what Pastors Rosemary and her husband Lloyd said when we went to their church. It was wonderful. Couldn't ask for anything any better. It was God sent, God blessed. And things happened, and I shall never forget what I saw, the glory of God in people, and people hungry for Jesus and to know the Word. It was eye-openers. They had never even thought of those things before. If you'd like to have Prophecy Club into your church, please contact us at prophecyclub.com. In many different ways, the enemy is working overtime to destroy your family, job, and America. Your faithful monthly gifts... Help the Prophecy Club to continue and overcome evil with the truth. Help us take the warning to America. Engage in the battle to win lost souls to Christ by supporting this ministry today.